follow me. Trust me, they don't got no staying power. Left Atlantic about a minute later. Hurry, rack a label, try scout me. Representing all official niggas. Intelligent flying, get bitches, nigga. I tell her to fly, she catch a delta. What she roll, what she get to stepping. So this is good to hear. This is Wale with his new record, Staying Power. He just dropped this off as a Lucy. This isn't being labeled as a single. There's no um, album rollout attached to it. And I think that's what Wale needs at this point. Just focus on staying inspired, harnessing your craft, and um, reminding everyone that you can really wrap your ass off and where you belong. Because Wale has spent years in a hip-hop purgatory where we're not sure what tier he belongs in. We're not sure what lane he belongs in. He came in the game hot. He came in the game as one of the top dudes in his class. And we expected him to rise and almost parallel someone like a J. Cole. But at some point, there was a disconnect between him and his fans. And the whole MMG brand image didn't really align with his narrative. And that really set him back a lot. So now that Wale has departed from Atlantic and he talks about that on this record and he has departed from MMG, we can hear his mind loosening up. We can hear the emancipation of his creativity. We can hear the free-flowing effortlessness of his rhyming where he's just where he's just putting all the fuck shit aside. There's nothing in the back of his head. All, he's just this is just clear thoughts. And I think this is the first time we're hearing Wale rap like this in a while. And Wale being nonchalant and Wale being relaxed is very important. This beat, this instrumental having enough space for him to get his bars and get his shit off and allowing him to maneuver within the pocket and play with different flows is perfect for Wale. Again, I'm not a huge Wale fan, but we know what his pen does. He is a quality rapper. I'm excited to see what he has to offer in the future. He packaged this um, release with a tweet saying, uh, Staying power is perfect for everyone that's grinding right now because that's what I'm doing. I fell in love with the grind again. So that's good to hear, man. I hope that Wale hits a second stride in his career. I hope that this is a part of the new phase, the new wave, the second wind of Wale. Life he could not trust him, damn near 40, just realized he ain't got nothing. Had the green light for years, his connect hit the stop button. Back to nickel and diamond with youngins on the block pumping. I got homies coming home saying they needed grams. Remember fiends on my phone saying they needed grams. Stuck in the past, guess somebody told him he the man. Some niggas that never grow up, I call him Peter Pan. Alright, so that was Dave East with Peter Pan. My take on this record is rather unique because where I stand with Dave East, I'm a huge Dave East fan, and I love this record. This is a storytelling concept record. The theme is basically an anthem or an anti-anthem of the wash-ups, of the losers, of the dudes that are just still hanging around in their 30s and their 40s, and they still think they're in their 20s. They're still trying to put in work. They're still selling dimes and grams. They're still... Um, going to jail and fucking around, living with their moms, not doing the dishes and shit. You can tell that Dave is coming from experience with this. You can tell he's been around a lot of it. The detail is way too in-depth to be fabricated, and that is what we have come to know and love about Dave East is the imagery and the detail in everything. It's, it's very raw and organic. My problem is not with this record. It's the placement of this record. This isn't a single. This is a great album cut. A really, really good album cut. 
This isn't the single that's going to put Davies over the hump that he needs to get over. Davies needs one. He needs a banger. He needs a slapper. That's what is missing from his catalog. Not saying he needs to keep doing these songs. These need to be part of his albums. This is a staple Davies song. Every good Davies project has had a record like this, a concept record. But this isn't going to bring anyone new in. At this point, everyone that likes these records from Dave East is already in. We're already sold. We're already bought in. Give, give, get more reach. Make a banger. Bring people in to make them realize that, oh shit, this is even better shit. You need to bring people in and get them enticed with the narrative for these songs to sound juicier. So, I mean, my review is weird on this song. I love it. I'm a huge fan. This is going on my playlist. Dave East's pen continues to impress me, but I don't think this should be the single. I think Dave East still needs a banger. Come on, Def Jam. Come on, Def Jam. Not to overthink, but what a back is fronting me with money like I drove a Brinks truck. You out of luck. Cause what I'm jotting is career ending. Atmosphere bending to who's air lending in fear that they'll see it appear trending on the sites and they web browsers. So that was track two off the new Jericho Jackson album. That record was titled Overthinking. And speaking of overthinking, I just recorded this entire segment and deleted it because I came to an epiphany while I was recording. And I never do that. I usually just let my thoughts be raw. I let my stream of conscious fly. Shut the fuck up, advertisement. Speaking of um, letting my stream of conscious fly, I'm not going to punch back in here because of that. Um, yeah, dude. I need to go back to my roots. I've been paying attention way too much to what's on the surface, way too much with what is going on in the quote-unquote mainstream hip-hop culture and everything that gets popularized and sensationalized, I kind of fall victim to and I'm kind of a sucker for the culture and everything that surrounds the music and I'm not really being all the way honest with myself which with which type of music I'm appreciating the most. Not to say that I don't appreciate a lot of what's going on in the mainstream. That's what ultimately results in me reviewing it and highlighting it a lot. But my roots and my core are at a lot of this underground and a lot of this boom bap, a lot of this backpacker rap nerdy shit like I'm about to get into. And these are my sleeper picks. And the reason they're my sleeper picks is they're sleeper picks for you, but I'm also sleeping on a lot of the shit I'm about to get into. So with that being said, let me get into this Jericho Jackson joint. This is amazing. Everyone that is saying hip-hop is dead needs to shut the fuck up and just dig a little deeper and find this Jericho Jackson album. Jericho Jackson is the rapper-slash-producer combo of Elzai and Crisis. This is their debut album together as a collective, but... Um, Apart from each other, they're both relatively um, accomplished. I don't. They're they're they have extensive catalogs and they're well proven in the underground, especially Elzai, who is most well known for his association with Slum Village and Jay Dilla. He comes out of Detroit. He's been one of the better mechanical lyricists in the underground of hip hop since the late '90s. He's been consistent. He's been um, thorough. He's well documented. His catalog is extensive with quality raps. And I, I want to get into the polysyllabic patterns, the partial linking, the wordplay, everything that you get from uh, a quality lyricist, you find in Elzai and you find on this Jericho Jackson album. And not only that, but Crisis finds the perfect instrumentals to match this energy for this thing. 
It's almost like Crisis was able to harness the ghost of Jay Dilla and um, bring that energy back to life. But the 2018 version of those drums and those samples, and it really just gives Elzai the right energy and the right space to get his fucking bars off, man. So I highly suggest this Jericho Jackson record for anyone that's into um, this nerdy rap shit like I'm into. And um, yeah, dude. I've been in the rules, time ticking, the time's different On a globe with every soul trying to survive in it That's the, that's the main concern Whole hood celebrate when the tables turn, you see Feels like I'm on the cusp, great forever Forever's not long enough, it's just... So that was Could It Be by Black Milk off his new album titled Fever. Uh, that was track three, definitely a standout record for me. Uh, I peeped this album when it released on Friday when someone told me to check it out. I'm not too familiar with Black Milk's work. I know who he's associated with. He's actually um, done a lot of joints with Elzai, ironically enough, um, coming off that review. But um, yeah, when I listened to this on Friday, I was fresh off... Um, listening and reviewing Takashi 69 and um SOB XRBE so I wasn't really in the mood for this but it's definitely my speed now that I'm running it back here it's it's bouncy it's boom bat but it's also got like the neo soul type of feel to it it's jazzy this is something you're going to want to clean your room to you're going to want to um do the dishes but he's also rapping really well um, he came from the underground. He's another rapper from Detroit. The the parallels between him and Elzai are perfect for me to both cover in the sleeper section. But um, I guess I'm not going to get into a review here because there's only 10 seconds left. But I guess those are just my sleeper picks for albums that you need to listen to. Fever by Black Milk and the Jericho Jackson, self-titled. Meet me at the crossroad, never be lonely. Meet me at the crossroad. So before I come across like a cynical piece of shit here, and before I come across like a dick, um, I want to say rest in peace to Fredo Santana, rest in peace to Capo, rest in peace to everyone that Lil Durk has lost in his life, as someone who has lost a lot of people lately in my life as well. I want to be sensitive towards that emotion that he's going through, that grief. Uh, everybody has their process when dealing with that. And this is just part of what little Dirk is going through. And I totally get that. But with that being said, I think that Crossroads is a record that you should leave alone. I don't think that you should be remixing Crossroads. I don't think that you should be making renditions or covers of pretty much any classic song. Um, the need to flip it, especially when Crossroads is something that is originally about the deaths of people that Bone Thugs have lost. That's an original song about them. I think when you're making a tribute song to people that you've lost, you should make something original and make something... Um, I don't want to say not true to you be, and say that this this isn't true to Little Dirk because I'm sure he was inspired by bone thugs i'm sure that he heard this and um decided to flip it and it resonated with him and that was his process with it right there and he wanted and he had some stuff to get off his chest so this might be a bad way to start off this beater segment because i'm i definitely sound like a dick right now now that i'm listening to myself talk but 
I, I, this, these are, this is the music that came out today, and, and the reason why I'm not adding this song and the reason why I'm not feeling this song is mainly because of my original appreciation for Crossroads and how I feel about classic songs and how you should leave them alone, and that is pretty much my surface take. And, I, and to be all the way honest, I really just wanted to complete this um, heaters, sleepers, keepers, and beaters segment. Uh, I like the way that aligns. I like the way that rhymes. I like having a scale, like how Source has the mics or some shit like that. Like that's how I can kind of categorize and segment and um, segment, segment, I don't, whatever, man. I'm trashing this right now. I'm just going to get into the next beater, which is this Fetty Wap record. I'ma break the dash on my truck Ain't know I had it on me, it was tough Blowing all this weed, got me stuck She let me fall for free, but I paid The way she suck on me, made her stay Now this is a song that I could stand behind as a beater Mostly because of the situation that Fetty Wap is in The longer you take off the more buildup there is for the comeback. So we're expecting a lot from Fetty here, and we're not getting it. We're not getting what we want out of Fetty. There's no melody here. This isn't a hit. This is a good mixtape rap cut at best from Fetty, which is not really his space or his lane that we have come to know and love him in. I guess... I just want something that's gonna be catchy and stick in my head out of Fetty with some decent rap verses, maybe a Monty feature. Just the um, Fetty's someone who I kind of want to be formulaic. Really, don't switch it up. You have a bread and butter. You invented bread and butter. You invent, or at least your version of it. So stick to it, man. I don't get why it was so hard to fall off of his sound, a sound that he invented. He could have just kept pushing forward. And I don't I never understood what stopped him. The run was too brief. It was compact. It was a concise run. It was like a five or six hit run that only lasted for about a summer. So I guess this is a beater because this song kind of represents the fall off of Fetty Wap. He was on the clock before this. He is falling more and more off the clock. Um I'm losing my expectations for Fetty, and um, and I'm concerned about um, how well he's going to stretch his career because there's no there's no signs of a of him at least returning to peak form. You know, maybe maybe a couple hot features. At least he's on the Takashi shit. He's getting a little help from that. But that was a song that was already in place for him. He just had he just had to fill in fill in the gaps on that shit. So yeah, overall this Fetty joint is a beater. Um, Little Dirk song, yeah, I don't know if I want to call it a beater, but it's just going to stick in this segment because that's where it fits. <laughs> 